0: Hello and welcome to the SME Business Show with me, Alec Drew. Each show focuses on a particular business topic, and so we invite an expert on that topic to share their knowledge, insights and tips to help you with your business challenges. Today's topic is the value of professional video production, and I'm delighted to be joined by Colin Mulcahy, director of Graco Studios. Hiya, Colin. Hi, Alec. Listen, I've heard that uh, professional video production is the preserve of sort of large companies.
1: Well, Alec, I'm happy to say that's no longer the truth. No longer do you need a large Hollywood-style production to make any form of video. Right. Video production is more accessible these days than any time in the past. And in regard to pricing and so forth, there are various different price points that a company can come in at. And just to give you an example, sure, 50%, or the majority of videos that we create for most small businesses, range around €500. Euros. Wow. And then after that, it's an upward scale where it ranges between a thousand, five thousand for any kind of live production, and then on a rare occasion, right, it can go excessively much higher than that.
0: Give me some ideas of where SME business owners are investing the money in professional video productions.
1: Well, we find that there's four key areas that our customers or clients are focused on today. Right. One of those is credibility, and that actually is. Client or customer testimonials, right. product and service demonstrations, training and onboarding, whether it's staff or even customers. And the fourth category that we find that they're focused on is customer service and providing FAQs or answers to frequently asked questions that they get regularly. Can we just explore each of those individually? Sure.
0: Yes, uh, let's, let's just talk about the testimonials and credibility. Mm-hmm. and Take me through that
1: and how that's working. A testimonial can be a story or a shared experience by a customer. And what better way to build credibility for your business is by sharing those experiences where in fact your business has solved a pain point or problem for a customer and that customer is happy to share that experience. And what the research shows is that when your organization or business shares those stories, they provide credibility for your right. brand or business.
0: Right. So I suppose the credibility comes from people seeing real people saying something positive about a company.
1: Yes, because people can relate to people that they see in the video and they have the same shared experiences. So these testimonials just reinforce and -hmm. can often influence purchasing decisions because people can relate to the stories. Well, that's fantastic. Have you any examples of that? Well, yeah, one classic example we had recently where a client came to us And they wanted to share testimonials in regard to the use of their products and services through training. All right. So we set up the studio here for them to bring some of their existing customers who came here and were willing to share their experiences with the products and services. And what they were able to do with those then is place them on their website. Right. To share with possible new customers and also share them across their social media platforms like LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook. And ultimately, one of the best purposes of creating content like this is that it will help influence future purchases by other customers because they can relate to real stories. Well, that's a great usage of it. And I suppose
0: people, you know, they buy into the credibility because they see real people there who are named and talking about the product. Absolutely. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, Tell me about the training aspect. You mentioned that training
1: was one of the key areas that you find that you're working in. Well, training... Companies have been training their employees for decades, if not much longer. But one situation that has occurred in the last couple of years that caused a problem with training was actually COVID. Right. Because it forced a lot of people into remote working, what actually happened was that companies realized that where they actually conducted training in person, they now no longer had access to those resources and had to move to other ways of providing training for employees. In fact, during COVID, a lot of companies actually stopped training because they didn't have access to those resources and they had to look at how they could turn to uh, creating training for employees that they hired during COVID that they didn't even meet in person. And so a lot of people were meeting people online. They needed to share training and resources. So in order to do that effectively and efficiently, they needed to create a standard set of training materials that were easy accessible that they were standardised no matter what, who the trainer or what the material was, and that it would be cost-effective. Yes, and I can see that
0: and um, because I'm just thinking to myself, so we don't have to provide a person face-to-face. No. Uh, so therefore, we now have consistency. And I suppose people were taking the opportunity to reassess their training material uh, when they had to do it in
1: a sort of video production area. They realised that they had to translate what would have been an in-person training experience and creating an online training experience where people would actually engage and enjoy the material that they're learning so they would continue to refer to it whenever they needed to. Because even your best employees who may be whiz kids right. at re- retaining the information, from point to point or from time to time, they may actually need to re and clarify certain information. So by having a repository that's easily accessible, wow. gives them easy access to that information. Well, that's fantastic.
0: And I suppose it keeps giving them the opportunity to reevaluate the content of that training
1: and then um, edit it as accordingly necessary. Yeah, the great thing about having your content online is you can actually measure how much your employees are actually using the content and whether they're actually completing the training.
0: (laughs) Big brothers out there watching us. I know that. Another area that you also mentioned, you were talking about sort of onboarding staff. Tell us about that because I know a lot of companies, they'll give them a sort of buddy to walk around with them. But there's a lot of process that people need to take on board.
1: How's the video helping? Well, apparently... If you talk to any HR expert, that in a standard organization, it can take between three to 12 months to actually bring a new employee in, get them up to speed in regard to all the skills and knowledge that they need to have. So video content helps the employee to focus on the content, learn at their own pace. Right. And it helps to also take the employees that would be engaged in that training and consuming their time with one-on-one training because sometimes your best trainers are your other employees. You're right. So you're taking them away from other tasks to train. Yes. So by using video content, you can enable your employee to work away at their own pace, allowing the other employees or the other trainers or whatever to get on with other projects that they otherwise uh, would be caught up in regard to training. A sort of fourth area that you mentioned was frequently asked questions.
0: Tell me a bit more about that. How that's Oh, going.
1: yes. Frequently asked questions. You know, a lot of products and services are new to people. So 50% of the time you've got clients or customers that want access to you 24-7 because they right. might have a query or want to learn about something. And just to put it in context, here at the studio, as you can see, we have a lot of high-end professional equipment, sure. products and services that we use to create video content. and. Each of those products, we easily have a hundred brands, right. right? And we need to learn or be able to fine tune each of those um, uh, pieces of equipment. For us, we need to be able to learn about them quickly so we can apply the, the knowledge. So by being able to go on their websites to their frequently asked questions section or knowledge base, sure. we can easily, at our own pace, and find it instantly answers to the questions. There are very few times that we've actually had to email or contact the company directly to get a response because they've been putting all our questions up online. And the flip side to that coin, which is a win-win too, is that within an organization, if you have that content in place, you have to spend less time on supporting, as in phone calls, emails, and less time training up a large support team which allows you to put your resources into other areas of the business. So effectively, you can create videos that can last a long time, but you can give access to your customers instantly. Wow, and I can see social
0: media applications for it. And I suppose if I was phoning in, you can send me a video based on the question I'm asking. And let's not forget AI.
1: Yes, exactly. And even over COVID, where a lot of companies moved to online chatbots, for example, for quick and easy access to questions on their website. They are intelligent enough that when you ask a question, it can actually directly straight to a video or a question that gives you instant access. And should you need further uh, correspondence with the company, they can email you back. But you can either send a support email or even a marketing message really quickly from an FAQ that you have on your website. Wow, I can see from that alone, that must be saving tens of thousands of
0: euros for companies each year.
1: Oh, yeah. Could you imagine getting uh, the same question 80% of the time? Yeah, it just, it just makes sense. And, and just if there was a fifth one, if I
0: remember correctly, it was about product demonstration.
1: Yes, product demonstrations. Um, they're very important too, because a lot of the time we may see a picture or an advert for something and we want to learn more about a product. Being human, we're very hands-on and we like to see how it's actually being used. So when you use video content within a very short period of time, if it's a focused video on how to use a product, you're basically transporting the person who's watching it into the scene where they can see themselves using the product. And in that process, you can learn how to use it very fast. You can provide all the knowledge that you need. And potentially you can use it for sales where it can convert during the explorative uh, period of watching the video. It may in turn um, cause a person to just turn around and buy the product. Well, I mean, there's been um, programs out there like QVC that have been very successful for decades. So obviously it's very effective. Oh, it's a very proven model. Um, Create a connection. Show a person how to use their product highlight the benefits of how it can add to the quality of your life. So learning about a product that can make our life easier is a great way to showcase anything.
0: So it can be put out over the various social media channels. It can be put on YouTube. You can have it on your website. You can do, You have so many uses of it.
1: Oh, there's so many touch points to, to this day um, where people have access to information. So by using a product or service demonstration where you record it once. Yes. And you can repurpose it and put it out through all your advertising channels.
0: Wow. Wow. That opens up a whole new area. But I suppose, you see, I, I'm an SME business owner. Where do I start if I'm going to invest in video?
1: Well, you start at the beginning and the best way to do that is to create a brief. Right. And if you don't know how to create a brief in the context of creating video production for your business, we have a step-by-step approach where we can take you through that. A brief clearly outlines a number of key aspects to any video production. Right. And first of all, what is the goal of, of creating the video content? Who's it for? Where is it for? What age are your potential customers or clients? So in other words, you're going to be very hands-on with me.
0: So I don't have to, I, I know I have to do the work, uh, but you will hand hold me through it.
1: Well, absolutely. You may have a clear idea from the very beginning, but if you need support in regard to creating a brief we can take you through the whole process well that's handy
0: and so i'm not involved in spending any money yet am i
1: no no we're purely at a discovery stage in regard to learning about what it is that you want because once we have a clear idea of what you want we can then take that and look at the next level I suppose. yeah Yeah. what is the next level by the way well the next level is once you've designed your brief or created your brief, we'll meet or chat again. Yes. And at this stage, we'll take the brief and translate that into what we call a storyboard. All right. And a storyboard is a visual aspect or a visual layout, just like a mood board that you might be familiar with when you're decorating your home. Yeah. And we do the same thing. We lay it out. We look at all the elements that are needed, whether it's music, imagery or any other video content or whether it needs voiceovers or actors and so forth. But I can clearly point out one tip at this point. Spend the time at this stage right? so everybody is on the same page in regard to what you want and what the production company needs to deliver. Can I use a member of my own
0: team or even myself? Okay, myself I can use, but can I use a member of my own team um, if we're going to be creating some of this?
1: Yeah, there's absolutely no reason why you can't use a member or an employee of your own business. Like, what better way to share information than use the best influencer that you have, which is an, an employee working for you? Because they can share real stories, behind the scenes aspects of um, the organization. But in regard to the video content, yes, you can absolutely do that.
0: I'm concerned. What, what happens if, for example, we have it out six months or a year and this employee moves on?
1: Um, is, is this all redundant, all we've created? When you use an employee, you need to have a, f- a form of release. So what that enables you to do, even though the, the company may own the content or whatever, sure. but when it comes to actually um, using an employee, their face, their likeness and so forth, you need to have a release. And when you have a proper release form signed by the employee, that allows you to use that content anytime, any place, anywhere in the world wow. without any worrying about usage rights. That's fantastic. Listen, I, I, I might have somebody who would
0: be perfect for this, but they're a bit nervous in front of camera. I'm not sure how they would perform. What sort of suggestions would you have around that?
1: Well, the great thing about, one, using your own employees, it helps you keep the costs down. Yes. The next thing is, in order to prepare your employees for any of the video content that you might have, you might assume that they're natural or they'll just kill it on camera. But sometimes that's just not the case. And unfortunately, it's not their fault. Sure. Oftentimes, when we're working with employees for organizations and preparing them for video, it actually takes twice as long to prepare them and to get them ready for being on camera. But it can be done. Oh, absolutely. And you have the facilities to do it. Yeah, yeah. Here, Here at Graco Studios, when somebody feels that they're not camera ready, we have certain members of the team that can train them. And hopefully... With our training, get them up to speed and get them on stride for when they're delivering on camera. Okay, so it doesn't work. We can't get them in front of the camera. <laughs> What's plan B? Well, the other option is you, provide, or you hire professional talent. Right. That may include an actual actor, which could be for on camera or it could be for voiceover and so forth. But generally, when you're hiring an actor, um, you're looking at the fact that they have experience Hmm. They can provide credibility on camera. Um, in the case where you have long dialogue or long scripts that need to be shared on camera, sure. it's probably the best approach to actually use a professional because they have the experience of standing in the camera and saying the lines. Another great aspect of it is that they take direction. Right, of course, yeah. They, they, they're well used to it. I, I, but this must cost, cost an arm and a leg. no. Not an arm and a leg, but there are potentially extra costs involved because you may need to conduct auditions. There may be um, other aspects of it that include payment, buyout, releases, on-the-day costs like hair and makeup. And of course, they need to eat, so they're one thing to <laughs> take care of. Like.
0: But but again, this is all costed out before we even get into spending any real money.
1: Oh yeah, going right back to the beginning where we've put the time in to itemize every aspect of this, there's a clear idea of what's needed at each stage. Give
0: me some sort of ballparks. If I'm going to get involved in video production, what sort of money should I need to consider or how do I go about putting a budget in place?
1: Well, the thing is, even though at the very beginning of the video, we gave a guide to how much each finished product may cost a business or an organization. At the end of the day, each product is bespoke because you might need 10 videos of this, you might need five of that. But you can realistically st- easily start with a couple of videos. You could easily be looking at anywhere between 1500 to two and a half thousand. Right. Oh, okay. But remember, as we spoke about earlier. If you plan correctly, you can repurpose that content in different ways. Sure. Don't just think of one aspect of what you want. Think of how you can leverage it across all your uh, touch points.
0: Right. And, And so we're able to use it across social media and repurpose it. And can those videos be edited at some future stage so that we can reuse them differently?
1: Yeah, we have a great term for this. It's called atomizing. (laughs) <laughs> <That's> amazing great <laughs> basically you can take your recording you can actually take the audio use it for a podcast right you can transcribe it and put the script on your website which helps other aspects of your business in regard to digital media seo and all so forth and um, you can chop it up put little bits on social media which help direct you back to your website to look at the content in full there's so many different ways you can repurpose it. And once again, we show this with you when we're going through the briefing stage, right. what you can actually do. So you can get a big picture idea of how you can save money and effectively use the content you've created. I suppose a lot of people these days are using
0: smartphones uh, for, you know, capturing content. Uh, what have you got to say
1: to that? Well, I have one of the best smartphones you can buy. It's fully loaded. It can take the best videos. It can take the best pictures all in 4K. They're great for doing social media announcements, small tutorials and so forth. But if you really want to take your, your brand credibility to the next level, ideally, you need to be investing in proper video production at some point. Because one of the things about phones in general is you can get away with poor video, right. but you will not get away with poor audio. And unfortunately, phones are not equipped for good audio. Right, And even if you did go to the trouble of rigging out a phone and putting in that case, you still have other aspects of a phone, depth of field, all these creative things that you can do with a production camera that you can't do with an iPhone.
0: It really opens up the whole world in terms of video production. I hadn't realized it had so many applications. Listen, I can see from the time this is taking us to the end of the show. Colin, where can we find out more about Graco Studios?
1: Well, happy I can say that we have our own website and you can find it at graco.studios.com.
0: Thanks to Colin Mulcahy, director of Gracco Studios, for coming into us today and sharing so many valuable tips around video production. And Don't forget to join me, Alec Drew, again next time where we'll have another expert sharing knowledge, insights and tips on a particular business topic to help you with your challenges. And if today's show raised any questions, why not reach out to us across any of the social media channels the SME Business Show. Thank you for your company and I look forward to seeing you again soon.